this is the time. There's no other time but now to make that step, whatever that step is for you. Your journey is yours. Your life is yours. Nobody else will ever have the exact same path, the exact same trajectory that yours has. Welcome to Next Level on Purpose a podcast for trailblazing professional women who are feeling disillusioned in their nine-to-five jobs. My name is Joanne Maturi, and I am your podcast host. I'm very excited to be bringing yet another episode. I want to welcome you, feel at home, and whatever it is that you're doing, I just hope that the value bombs, the things that I will share in this podcast will not only inspire you, motivate you, but really help you to know that there's always, always a way out, that there's never a situation in life that is unfiguratable, as the lovely Mary Folio puts it. And I want to go straight into the episode, because from where we left in the last episode, I did share how I was just about to step into my year of transition. And as Shana Rhymes has written the book, The Year of Yes, for me, this was the year of yes in exponential uh, terms, right? But not just the year of yes, but the year of me stepping into my next level on purpose, even without really knowing what that would entail. I want to say this, from where we ended, I just received my treatment. I was back to work. It was December 26th. We are now going to the new year. I knew that something had to shift in the coming year. I knew that I was not entering the new year the same person. So much had changed in the last five months of that year. From September, October, November, these four months of that year was like 20 years all wrapped up into one. And I knew that I needed closure. I knew that I needed direction. I knew I needed recuperation. I knew I needed a clean canvas to start the year 2015. And even though I had not yet fully uh, finished my treatment because it was an ongoing process as you know you would expect, I knew that there are so many things that I would not forgive myself for if I did not uh, take with me into the new year. And I knew for a fact that my career in banking and in the organization that I was, was slowly coming to an end. But as I said in my last episode, I needed my brain to catch up with my heart. I knew emotionally, I knew um, based on even everything that had happened that 
nothing happened for no reason. And the reason it had happened is because maybe sometimes may take longer than we need to make the move. And sometimes something has to happen to push you out. I'm not really saying that that's what happened in my situation, but I want you to start looking at the signs around your own situation. Is there something that is happening that is telling you that you have no choice but to move, that this is the time, you know, there's no other time but now to make that step, whatever that step is for you. I want you to think, I want you to ask yourself these questions even as we go along. So I am going into the new year, 2015. I'm very excited for the new year and I made a deliberate uh, decision by the time the year was ending that I was going to resign from my corporate job and I had given my resignation. I tendered my resignation to my organization of 13 years. It was so painful, bittersweet for me and my manager, very, very, very dear friend of mine and very supportive of my job very supportive of my career, said, no, Joanne, this is not happening. And I said to her, sadly, this is the next best move for me. And I looked her in the eye and she's like, we're not, we're not going to take this resignation. And I said to her, my next season is calling me. The next phase of my life is calling me. And I don't want to be pushed out of it or pushed into it through something as tragic or as traumatic as what I've gone through. Already what I've gone through is enough to show me that when it's time to go, go. When it's time to move, move. And as I shared those words with her, she said she understood from the bottom of her heart where I came from, having seen me go through that very difficult traumatic period. And as she submitted my letter of resignation to the head office, I could see that that tender look in her eyes. You know, she said to me the sweetest words that, you know, I was such a valuable asset to the organization. I had gotten the MVP award, most valuable player twice within the organization. And I knew, and I still know that I had played such a role from the inception. I was in the organization uh, set up from the day it was launched in Kenya, from day one to 13 years later. So you can imagine this is not some random job that I'm walking out of. This is what had formed my identity for 13 years. Everybody who knew me knew me in association with that job. As I said, I was there from the offset, from the day the you know getting the furniture, getting the computer set up, getting every single piece of that office running. I was there from the offset. So 13 years later, saying bye for me was a very, very, very challenging decision, but I knew it was necessary. Again, I felt like I owed my employer so much. I felt the obligation to stay with them, especially not only because I loved my job, but because they really supported me, paid my hospital bills through the amazing medical cover that I had. And as I was still going through my treatment and doing my handover process, you know, we are now in going into, you know, the year 2015 and I'm still getting my treatment. I'm still in the phase of um, 
handover because I was officially finishing my last day of work in the year 2015, January 27th. I remember it like nobody's business, you know, and I'm going to go into that day a little bit in a short while because that day is such an important part of my story. And I remember that at that point, as I was preparing for the resignation and as I was preparing for the next part of my life, I did not know what was next. I was not moving from a job to something else. I was just leaving the job with the full belief, trust <laughs> that I will get something, an alignment, something that is meant to be next for me. And I remember that on the day that I got the approval, the day that my resignation was accepted by my organization, I got a phone call. A phone call that I was not expecting to come for months in the future. And this phone call was from the UK visa services telling me that my visa had been expedited. I don't know how, don't ask me. Favor, I would call it, and that usually what people had had as a six month to one year turnaround time for me was done in less than two weeks. And on that same day that I resigned from my job, I got the confirmation that my UK visa had been approved. What is that? That is what we call a sign from God. I call them God wings. That was a confirmation that I was on the right path. And I remember going to collect my visa and I was so, so excited because I've, the day I've tendered in the resignation and it's been approved is the same day I get this visa. And I knew that I was literally being launched into the next phase of my life, whatever that looked like. I had no idea. I cannot tell you what I was going to do because I had absolutely no idea. And you're going to get to hear that story on this podcast. But I want on this podcast episode. But I want to re reiterate something. That on my final day at my organization, that same evening, I had already done my handover for the last month or so. I remember walking out of the office and asking my friend to take me a photo at the entrance of my organization, the last photo as an employee, as I prepared to go for the party that they were holding for me. And I walked out of this office that I had been in for 13 years alone, but with two little boxes. I remember I had my handbag and a little carton box that had what was mine for that duration of time within the organization. And I remember how I drove into that organization 13 years into the UN and 13 years later, I drove out alone. Yes, I was going for the farewell party, but I realized that that's what life is. Your journey is yours. Your life is yours. Nobody else will ever have the exact same path, the exact same trajectory that yours has. And I want to encourage you right now that whichever season you're in, you may feel that you're alone. You may feel that there's nobody else who gets it. But I want to say I get it because as I drove out of that compound with tears in my eyes, I felt like I was 
so alone in the world. But little did I know that that season was just beginning, my wilderness season, the season of complete, complete uncertainty, a, a season of not even knowing what lay ahead. I remember going into the party and we had such a wonderful time and a colleague asking me, so what is next for you? And my question was, I do not know. I do not know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. I left my nine to five with no idea of what I wanted to do. I took a very big risk, hoping and trusting to find alignment because I knew I had a much greater purpose to serve. As I said, I knew in my heart that many are called, but few are chosen. And I knew that I had been chosen. I just did not know in what area of calling this was to be. Every single one of us has the ability to decide and choose exactly how we want our lives to be. But sometimes we get caught up with the distractions, the stress and obligations of daily life that we consider this choice a luxury. It does not have to be that way. Well, the good news is that there is a solution and it is the recognition that the most important part of this puzzle piece is you. You will always have to go back to you. So why not start with you? The next level on Papa's group coaching program will help you start the year from an elevated place by getting back to you fast. This is the only personal development program you'll need to start the year on a high with your mind, body, and spirit in the right place. When you work on yourself from the inside out, you allow yourself to experience real transformation with the absolute confidence to say yes to your divine calling without reservation. And that is why I created this personal development group immersive experience just for you. At the end of the 12 weeks, my promise to you is that you will live with unparalleled confidence in yourself and what you have to offer to the world, an aligned vision for your life, a deep understanding of your top desires, values, passions, and strengths, an awareness of your deepest fears, those debilitating, limiting beliefs and obstacles, and how to deal with them, a deep motivation to change your life for the better, a conviction to show up with boldness and courage in your life and business, and of course, top-notch accountability to ensure that you complete that which you start. If this program feels exciting to you and you'd like to explore whether it is right for you, then I invite you to schedule a time to meet privately with me on phone. The link to book this call is in the show notes. During this call, we will discuss the goals that you desire to bring to life in 2022 and determine whether the next level on purpose group coaching experience can and will help you get the results that you so deserve and desire. It's my last day now, as I said, on January of the year 2016 was my last day at work. I've gotten the visa and now we are moving into the United Kingdom. Now, I reach Birmingham International Airport in the year 2016, end of February. And I remember 
that it was the last day of the month, right? And I felt so alone. I had gone through so much in the last year. And this is the bit that is so important for me to capture because I feel I've, I've missed a bit of a segment. And the segment is this. From the time before I handed in my resignation, after my last chemotherapy treatment um, in 2015, I give myself that one year of transitioning. And this time that I'm talking about transitioning and handing over my job was at the end of the year 2015. The beat that I wanted to get in this story is that in that year 2015, which is the year of transition, as I mentioned to you, I finished my chemo treatment, which was, as I said, very, very advanced, very, um, very complicated treatment, but I survived it. And immediately after my last treatment in April of that year, 2015, right? I got a surprise. My husband, my then boyfriend came down from the United Kingdom and he proposed to me. Now, after the proposal, this is in April 2015, we decided that we have we were not going to waste time and we made a decision that we were going to have our wedding in exactly six months. So in October 2015, on the 17th of October, I walked down the aisle, got married, and it was in November the next month that I'm sharing this, that I handed in my resignation and immediately after got the visa as outlined earlier. I just wanted to give that clarification to anybody who did not understand the connection in terms of the timeline. So this is November 2015 when I've submitted the resignation and my last day of work is in January 27th. 2016. So I hope that has been well clarified. And one month later, at the end of February, is when I was on my flight to the UK, where I've just said I landed at the airport. And I remember how cold it was. I walked out of the airport on a freezing day. And I was still, you know, very, hadn't won much because I was coming from a very hot uh, temperature in Nairobi, Kenya. And I remember walking across the runway into this building and saying, this is my new life. And I pray that this second chance I've been given, this new opportunity in a foreign land, that it will be the opening of so much more. I did not know what so much more meant. And here I was starting my new life. When I reached our new home, it took time to settle as you'd expect. You know, I was used to my family. I was used to friends. I didn't have none of that here. I was in a very different environment. So, of course, the culture shock and all these things that come with the weather. And then I was in a place where, I, as I said, I didn't know anybody. And all I got to do was watch daytime TV, do exercise, clean the house, go out for my walk. And I remember one day I was really feeling so desperate, so low, so despondent. And I had just jumped from a phone call with my dad and he said to me, and I was just telling him what I was going through. And he said, 
ask God, seek God, and he's going to show you your next steps. Believe with diligence and believe with conviction that where you are is where you're meant to be and ask for your next best steps. So I decided to wear my big winter coat and off I went for this long walk. And when I, I was taking my walk, I sat on a park bench and it was freezing cold and I took out my phone, took out my glove and I'm just scrolling through and I'm like, I need a sign, I need a sign, I need a sign. And by now you know what I call these signs, I call them God wings. And I'm scrolling and I see this absolutely stunning lady standing by the Eiffel Tower and I scroll through her message. I did not know this is what I call Facebook ads right now. And she said, are you feeling stuck in your life? Are you going through a transition in your life? Are you have left your corporate job and you're wondering what's next for you? You know, and she went on and on and on. And everything that she said, I was like, yes, 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 yes. Like, do you live in my head? Do you know me? Have you ever met me before? And at the end, it said, book a call with me to see how we could potentially work together if this helps. Suffice it to say, you know me by now, very decisive. I booked a call and by the time I was getting home from my walk, it was time to jump on a call with her. And this is where I was about to faint because I didn't know anything about coaching. I did not know much about personal development other than the few things that I would see here and there. I had attended a couple of programs, but nothing really intense. And I expected the you know, I just thought the program would be something like 25 pounds or something like that. And when she quoted me 5,000 pounds, I almost collapsed because when I did the calculation, what was in my account after all my expenses and everything, I was going to be left with a paltry less than 50 pounds after that. I was nervous. I was scared. I was like, put all those words that, you know, I can't say on the podcast right now. But I'll tell you this. It just felt right. It felt right. It felt like the next best move for me. And one thing I can say is that I've never doubted myself is the ability to make the best of a situation. And I knew that for me, my attachment to money I don't have that attachment to money. I knew that if this is what I'm meant to do and it doesn't work, at least I gave it a try and I can always look for a job. I can always uh, pursue the opportunities that my employer had given me because they'd given me the option to work in one of their offices in Europe. But I knew, I knew that I was being called for something else. So I sort of, in my heart, knew that I'm making a big decision here. And I knew that I was going to be left literally with less than 50 quid. And when I think about it right now, that was a big risk. 5,000 pounds do the translation. You know, it's a lot of money. But somehow I just knew in my heart of hearts, somehow I knew in my spirit that that was the best next step for me. And I immediately immediately knew that something major was going to happen in my life. When I shared this with some people, they thought I was suffering from depression or anxiety from being in a new environment. 
Some thought I was making a reckless decision. Some thought I was going through the winter blues. Some thought I was being scammed by online marketers. Some thought that I just was not wise in terms of running money or handling money, albeit the fact that I had worked in the financial industry for a total of 16 years. So who knows better about money than me? And I can say this, you can say yes to your dream when everyone thinks you're crazy. It just felt right for me. It just felt like, yes, this is it. I don't know what was going to come out of it, but I just knew in my heart of hearts. I just knew that I was so aligned to it. It just felt so in alignment. There was no, apart from, of course, the anxiety and all that that I shared, everything else just for me was like a heck yes decision. So next week, we will dive into the consequences that came from risking all my savings on this opportunity that came my way to work with a coach to help me get my next best steps in order and to clarify the direction that I wanted my life to take. Thank you so much, my lovelies. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember to invite a friend as well. I hope that you're enjoying these episodes and all the links that you need will be in the show notes. Until next time, I will love you and leave you. It is such a joy recording this for you. And I pray that with every episode, you get to understand what it takes to step into your next level on purpose. See you in the next episode.